0: Brian Noonan, 720 WGN. If you are a fan of the Chronicles of Narnia, then you are a fan of the work of C.S. Lewis. C.S. Lewis, of course, known for more than the Chronicles of Narnia, but that is uh, one of his uh, big works. A show about C.S. Lewis called An Evening with C.S. Lewis opened last night at the Broadway Playhouse at Water Tower Theater. It's a Broadway in Chicago production. It runs through November 3rd. The man who not only wrote the show, but who portrays C.S. Lewis, David Payne joins me now on WGN. David, thank you for uh, staying up after the show tonight. Welcome. We're glad you're here.
1: Oh, nice to be there.
0: So, let as I was reading up about you, it's you have a fascinating background, but let's start with the basic. How did you become fascinated by CS Lewis? What was it about what was it about his writings? What was it about the man that drew you to him?
1: Well, I um, I think like a lot of people, I read the Narnia books um, when I was younger, and um, I read uh, uh, the Screw Tape letters when I was seventeen, and read uh, different parts, uh, different books of his throughout the years. My real fascination came when uh, I had to be in Nashville on a project, and um, uh, it was a two year project, um, and when. Um, while well, I was there, I saw a little display ad for an audition um, by a theater company that did their, their shows in downtown, Nashville. And it was for Shadowlands, and Shadowlands is a stage play about C.S. Lewis and how he met his wife and um American wife. And it was a great story. But it said auditions for Shadowlands, British accents so home. And I thought, well, I've got a British accent. I've never been on the stage before, but I did have a British accent. I've had it for a long time. So I called the number, and um, I, they said I could come down. and I went down hoping to get a small part, and ended up winning the lead role. <laughs> that
0: that that is what was amazing to me because there's actors who've spent their whole life training, and you were you were not an actor. You were an engineer by trade. You had also uh, right. you had also played in a Christian uh, Christian rock band and now you yep, go in is, for yeah. your very first audition and you nail the lead. And this is a re- this this playhouse that you were in in Nashville is a uh, well-regarded place. This wasn't, you know, some kids putting on a show in a barn. This was a big deal.
1: Yeah, it was indeed. It isn't uh, we've had some good audiences so far. Um yeah, and and that and really from uh, winning that lead role really set me on a course to actually study Lewis a lot more, and as a result of that study, reading biographies, his own writings, and of books, many other things. Um, that's when I came up with the story of uh, with the show an evening with C.S. Lewis.
0: So give us uh, give us an encapsulation. This this all happens at a certain period in Lewis's life, at at it his hap- home correct
1: it, it does it happens near the end of his life actually he's recently had a heart attack um and it's the period between that heart attack and when he died and there's a group of american writers who uh, are visiting oxford and they managed to be able to uh, get to see lewis and so they meet with him in his, his living room as it were and um, uh, Lewis, it's, it's a sort of a fireside chat. Lewis, they want to hear Lewis talk about the people and uh, events that shaped his life, and so he sort of chats away. Very informal. It's not a lecture. It's full of humor because Lewis was a great humorist. Um, we, we read about it, or the audience will hear about how Lewis nearly didn't write the Narnia books. They'll hear about his... Um, Friendship with JRR Tolkien and how, without Lewis, the Lord of the Rings may never have been published. Really, and they'll hear about. Oh yeah, yes, yes, absolutely true. And they'll read. They'll hear about how Lewis met this woman, um, uh, this American woman, after she had written to him and she was visiting England, and how it, it, it eventually she 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 turns his life upside down. She was a very intelligent lady. Um, she was a writer herself. And um, when they first met, it was very much a meeting of the minds, really, because she was able to, um, to de- debate Lewis on his own level. In fact, she was as good a debater as he ever found in any man. And um, so it was a meeting of the minds, but it eventually became a meeting of the heart, and they married. And then, of course, the sadness is she contracted bone cancer. And we watch Lewis go through a little bit of the agony of what yeah. happens after the one you love dies, and that sort of thing.
0: That's a, It sounds like a fascinating play, and it also fascinated me because there, you and C.S. Lewis do share a number of similarities. One, unfortunately, the tragedy that you just mentioned about uh, his wife and, and the unfortunate loss of your wife, but there are other things that that you have in common with him, Right.
1: Well, I'm not sure. I mean, I don't know whether he'd be happy about that. But, <laughs> um, but uh, I mean, I, 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 we, for instance, you know, he had a strong uh, uh, Christian faith. I, I, I also have the same. Uh, but um, I'm not playing Lewis just, uh, just so that I can uh, talk about his Christian faith. You can't do a play without Lewis without referring to it, because right. that was one of the major things in his life. So the play without about Lewis, and it didn't mention uh, his approach to Christianity would be a play that's not right. Um, so, I mean, I have that, but I'm not a great writer, as, as he was a great writer. Um, and um, um, I enjoy a conversation, and he enjoyed conversation. Um, uh, so, there are some similarities. I, uh, of course, I'm human. He was human. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a, yeah. That, we'll go with that one. Is there
0: a challenge of uh, are you? What are the unique challenges? I guess I should ask of doing a one man show as opposed to being part of an ensemble. The, you know, when you get into your first show in Nashville, there's the rest of a cast you can work off of. Now it's just you up there. What do you What do you find rewarding about that? And what What is the most unique challenge about doing that?
1: Well, the, the the unique challenge is making sure the audience is with you for the whole of the show. You don't want to lose them at any point. Uh, you want them to uh, to be totally absorbed. Um, and uh, I, I was uh, after the show tonight. I was talking to actually a young man, who was very enthusiastic. He'd been to the show, and he said, "When I thought you were going to stop, I thought, oh, I hope he's not stopping.' <laughs> um, I want him to. I want him to go on." And that's really it. You want people to absolutely be absorbed. And if you're not, if they're not, as an actor, you will find that very disconcerting. So I think the only reason uh, I'm still doing the show is because the audience seems to love it and seems to want it. And uh, people say to me after the show very often, uh, I feel as though I've been with C.S. Lewis. Some people said to me, I feel as though you were talking only to me. And that's because I, it's it's really an intimate chat. It's it's not a lecture, and, yeah. um, and so I'm very happy about that. The, the If you ask me what the challenge is, is I would say to anybody doing a one person show, you better be good. If you're not, you're in trouble. <laughs> Does
0: it? And it would also, as an actor, force you to constantly be in the moment. You you don't get a chance to take a, a moment off when. If another actor is taking control of the scene, and maybe you're you're blending a little more into the background, maybe you can have a lapse for a moment. You're not supposed to, but you could. In a one-person show, it's it's all you all the time.
1: Oh yes, you you you, you can't afford to take a little break and tell the audience, look, give me a minute or so. Why <laughs> um, you can't do that? Uh, and uh, you know, uh, the one, oh, you, you, Obviously, when you're with an ensemble, that is. Obviously, nice. That is good. But uh, when you're on your own, um, you don't have to worry about somebody dropping a line or feeding you a bad line or the wrong line. Right. You are the one, and um, uh, and so you know there are advantages and disadvantages. I think the thing for me is that there is there is never a time when I don't enjoy the show. And it's constantly changing, not so much in terms of content, just in terms of delivery. And, um, and every audience is different. So an audience will, will give you things on one night that another audience didn't the other night. And, and so that in itself becomes, um, uh, sort of enriching and, um, and keeps it, keeps it alive and virile. So, so many aspects to it. I, I would say this: if you can have a one-person show and it works, it is a very satisfying experience.
0: Well, it, there's there's the feeling of accomplishment and it's all you 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 know you've built this you've performed this and and now you get to revel in it and watch the audience enjoy it i'm speaking with david payne he's the creator and the star of an evening with c.s lewis which is playing now through november 3rd at the broadway playhouse at watertower place a broadway in chicago production how long did it take you to put together uh, to put together this show
1: well there's um uh, the The short answer is that in writing the original material probably three months okay but n- 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 then every then over the next nineteen years one has been um crafting the show you know you get a you'll get a craftsman who starts off as a you know a, as an apprentice and he he'll create something and he'll have these basic skills. But twenty years later, his skills have developed so that it become mm-hmm. natural and all that. So that's a that to me, that's the same thing with a play when you work it for so long. But they say I directed the play, which I did, of course. Um, but uh, the best directors I have had are the audience. The audience will always tell you whether it works or whether right. it doesn't, and so you have to be here, smart enough to listen the audience, to them. The audience does that for you.
0: It's, now, have you've been doing this for so long, and you've you've been inside C.S. Lewis's mind? Is there is there anything that can still surprise you about C.S. Lewis, or what? And what also was the biggest surprise as you researched this and wrote the wrote the show and actually become him every night?
1: Um, there's not a lot now that surprises me about. this. I sometimes come across something which I, I knew and maybe I'd forgotten which made me... Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Yes, that was... That was... That was... Certainly, that was Lewis. Um, I think um, the the surprise was really finding a man who was such a genuine man and very open and very honest um, and not a a man with pride. He, I mean, he even... I think he was amused at his own fame. Both he and Tolkien were amused at their own fame. Um... I never took it really seriously. So um and, and that's that's charming to be able to play a man who you who you could admire for those reasons. Yeah,
0: it's it's he's a fascinating guy and do obviously the writing is what lends to his longevity. Is there is the, is it the personality too combined with that as you were saying that makes him uh, a character for the ages, somebody who, you know, kids are still reading his books today. We're still talking about him. You're still performing to audiences doing this. It's got to be the combination of the writing talents and everything else, right?
1: Yeah. Well, the writing talents are, are supreme. Um, you know, Lewis has been dead for over 50 years, obviously. His writings are, is what keeps him alive. Um, my job, I think, in on the stage is to actually reveal uh his personality um and to reveal the man behind the books what made him tick um and one of the things that made it tick they used to say you could not be in in the room with Sears and like, oh, because he was a man who loved humor and um and sometimes it was very boyish humor um so, um, I, I think the writings are supreme. Lewis's writings will be read many years from now, as indeed will Tolkien's. Um I think my joy, I think, if, and, and if I can bring that same joy to my audience, is that they will say, ah, oh, I feel as though I might know C.S. Lewis That would be, it sounds like a wonderful show,
0: and it is a great venue for it, the Broadway Playhouse at Watertower Place. David Payne is uh, here. He is the creator and the star of An Evening with C.S. Lewis. It is playing now through November 3rd at the Broadway Playhouse, Watertower Place. You can go to broadwayinchicago.com and get your tickets. Uh, You have piqued my interest. I know you can't tell us because it would spoil it. I want to know why the Chronicles of Narnia almost weren't published and, uh, and what he did to make Tolkien uh, publish his books as well. It has been a real pleasure to speak with you, David. Have a great run here in Chicago. Break many legs. And, uh, you know, it's, it's been great. Thank you for joining us tonight.
1: Uh, very much enjoyed it. Thanks so
0: much. Take care. That's David Payne again. He is the creator and star of An Evening with C.S. Lewis. It is playing now through November third at the Broadway Playhouse at Water Tower Place. A great venue, a nice intimate theater for an intimate show. Uh, an Evening with C.S. Lewis. You can get your tickets at broadwayinchicago.com. dot com. Oh, so much more. So now I need to know. I gotta go. I gotta go. I did. I wasn't able to go uh tuesday to opening night because i had another engagement because michael as you know uh my social calendar full it's slammed <laughs> <laughs> oh that makes me laugh uh you know what doesn't make me laugh taking a break from you but i must